Hello everyone and welcome back to Easy Natural English with Liam. As usual, I'll be talking to you about everyday topics in everyday English so you can get used to English in a natural way. And today, I want to talk to you about some surprising things about technology in Japan. If you're a Japanese person listening, and I know I have a lot of Japanese followers, it won't be surprising because you know about what's in Japan, but you might be surprised about the image that people in other countries have of Japan. So in Europe and America and lots of other countries I've lived in, um, people talk about Japan like it's the future. A lot of people, I think, uh, yeah, in Europe and America and some other countries, when they imagine Japan, they imagine uh, this kind of futuristic place, um, I don't know, with robots and, you know, very advanced uh, transport and things like that. Um, but uh, actually, you know, the Japan uses a lot of like old technology that we don't use in a lot of other countries anymore. So I think the real, like the reality is a bit different from what people expect. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I had this kind of image too. I thought, oh, Japan will be really advanced. So when I got to Japan and I saw uh, people using fax machines, I was very surprised because uh, at least in the UK, I think people stopped using fax machines I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe longer. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen people using fax machines like in my sort of lifetime. It's really been a long, long time since anybody used them uh, in the UK. And then um, things like uh, CDs and DVDs. Um, so if you haven't been to Japan before, uh, you might be surprised to hear that in Japan, you can still rent DVDs um, in many places. So at least um, like in the English speaking countries, and I think in a lot of other countries too, these days, a lot of people just use streaming services like Netflix or Amazon or perhaps Hulu or D even Disney streaming services to watch movies and TV shows. So uh, yeah, going to rent a DVD in a shop, go and borrow the actual disc, is something that, um, yeah, at least I know for <laughs> um, British people and Americans, Australians, I know for us, it's kind of nostalgic. It's kind of a thing that we remember from our childhood. You know, we say like, ah, do you remember when you used to go to the shop and rent a DVD? Because these days, all the stores are closed, like in the UK, America, other countries, you can't if you want to rent a DVD, you can't. You have to just go online and, I mean, you can still buy DVDs, but uh, yeah, even that is not done that often anymore. I think a lot of people just watch things online these days um, or they have like kind of a uh, kind of a TV box that's like connected to the internet and they can just select movies and watch movies with that. So yeah, being able to rent DVDs and CDs, <laughs> CDs, I haven't, you know, in, in the UK, I haven't seen someone use a CD in a long time. I was I was using CDs um, maybe when I was like 17, 18. And then, you know, and then people started just using MP3, like iTunes and things like that. And then, yeah, M 
you know, CDs kind of just disappeared and we really don't see them much anymore. But in Japan, I still see a lot of CDs. I still see people buying CDs and rent and renting CDs. So yeah, it's a bit surprising. Um, it doesn't match this futuristic image that people have uh, of Japan. And then uh, podcasts. So while we're talking about iTunes, um, yeah, podcasts were actually the technology for podcasts started, I think, a few different places, but really like iTunes, you know, Apple really got the uh, like podcasts um, kind of popular. They really started uh, making people, yeah, getting people to listen to podcasts. And, you know, if you uh, listen to Easy Natural English, uh, you might listen to the podcast version so you know what podcasts are. If you're watching the YouTube version and you don't know what a podcast is, it's like a recorded radio program that you can listen to any time. But um, I was very surprised when, when I started my podcast and I was teaching here in Japan and I would tell some of my students like, hey, listen to my podcast. And my students would say, what's a podcast? And honestly, I was confused. It was like somebody asking me, what's TV or like, what's a radio? Because um, like, I remember podcasts appeared, I think it was about 15 years ago. So ever since I was like a teenager, uh, I remember people listening to podcasts. So for me, podcasts were a really normal thing. So when Japanese people asked me, what's a podcast? I thought, oh, maybe they just don't know the English pronunciation because in Japanese, it's still called a podcast. It's just pronounced a bit differently. So I would try to pronounce it in Japanese and say, podcasto. And then my Japanese student would be like, podcasto. And they'd still, still not understand what a podcast was. And yeah, it was really confusing for me. I was like, what do you mean? What's a podcast? A podcast. <laughs> you know, you imagine you ask somebody, do you watch TV? And they say, TV, what's TV? You know, that's, that's how I felt because for me, yeah, podcasts have just been around for a long time. But yeah, in Japan, for some reason, podcasts have not caught on. So to catch on means to become popular. Yeah, they haven't caught on. Um, I'm not sure why. Maybe slowly they're catching on. Um, like, you know, I listen to a lot of Japanese podcasts to study Japanese. And, you know, there are some very famous uh, Japanese people who make podcasts. So maybe they'll start to become more popular. Like, for example, um, there's a very famous comedy duo in Japan called Sandwich Man. And uh, I listen to their podcast. And I know they're very famous. They're on TV almost every day. So perhaps if more famous people like this keep making podcasts, perhaps they'll finally become a thing in Japan. Perhaps they'll finally become popular. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I hope so, because I really like podcasts and I think they're great. I think it's a really easy way to share information. And, you know, sometimes we don't want to look at a screen. We don't want to watch something. So it's nice when you can just listen to some entertainment. And yeah, for studying languages, you know, I always say they're very useful because you can cook and clean and make coffee and go walking and you can listen to podcasts like my one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, keep, uh, yeah, use them for studying English. Um, what else here in Japan? Oh, so um, also uh, reading. So I said earlier, like a lot of Japanese people still buy CDs, buy DVDs, rent them. And then also with books too. 
So books haven't completely disappeared in, you know, Europe and America and other places, but um, people are buying less books and they're using, you know, like a Kindle, like what we call like an e-reader, um, you know, which is a place where you can read your books electronically. So it's like a tablet, but it's not a tablet. And I realized that here in Japan, they're not popular. And I think a lot of people here, because they're not popular, they don't really understand what an e-reader is or what a Kindle is. Because sometimes I ask Japanese people, like, have you tried to use a Kindle? Or sometimes, yeah, when I'm listening, like actually yesterday, I was listening to a Japanese podcast and the Japanese woman was talking about Kindle. And I hear a lot of Japanese people say, oh, I don't want to read on a screen because it will, you know, hurt my eyes. Um, but Kindle doesn't work. If you if you have a Kindle, then you know this, or if you've used one before, they don't work like an uh, iPad or something. It's very different. You know, it's something, the technology is called e-ink, sort of like electronic ink. So it looks the same as paper. You know, if I look at an iPad or a phone, then there's a light behind it. And, you know, even if I'm in the dark, I can see my phone screen because it has a light. But the Kindle, um, the original Kindle, it has no light. So actually, if you're in the dark, you can't read it. You see, so it, it looks like paper, like you have to shine a light on it to read it. And it's, it looks, yeah, just the same as paper. They do have a version with like a light underneath so you can read it in the dark, but it's still, <clears throat> sorry, it's still not the same as a tablet or a TV screen or a computer screen. It's kind of its own separate thing. So it actually doesn't use battery when it's, uh, when it's switched, when it's switched, uh, when it's switched on. So when you're reading it, it doesn't use the battery. You change the page and the battery is used. So the battery lasts for a long time. So yeah, it's really different from a tablet. But I feel like when I talk to Japanese people about Kindles, they, a lot of them don't understand what a Kindle really is because they're just not popular here. So yeah, also um, uh, the technology that hasn't caught on in Japan. It hasn't got popular in Japan. So, yeah, it appears that uh, in Japan, people like to still buy physical version of things. So a physical, you know, a DVD or a CD or uh, a book, whereas it appears in a lot of other countries that things are becoming more digital, more electronic. You know, a lot of people now probably have nothing to put on their shelves because everything's on our phones or on our computer or on our tablet, on our Kindle, on our iPod or iPhone, and yeah, <laughs> I don't know what do people put on shelves anymore. But here in Japan, you still need a lot of shelves for your books, your CDs, and your, uh, and your uh, what did I say, books, CDs, and DVDs. Um, so another thing that's uh, quite surprising, if you get on a train in Japan, you might feel like you've gone back 10 years or something, because you'll see people using flip phones. You know, flip phone is these phones you can open up, um, which are really rare to see in a lot of other countries. These days, people tend to use, you know, more of an Android or iPhone looking thing. But in Japan, they're still very popular, I think, particularly with business people or people who are working in a company. Because if you remember flip phones, <laughs> maybe you haven't used one in a long time, but the battery lasts a long time because they don't have many functions. They're a lot more simple than, uh, than like a smartphone. 
So, yeah, I think a lot of people, these business people in Japan, they want the battery to last all day. And uh, so they're still using these because they can still make calls and things like that. But there's not so many functions. I don't know. Perhaps that's why they're using them. It's quite surprising、uh, to see them. When I first came here and saw people using a flip phone, I was like, huh, why? Why are they still using those? Because they look like people who are kind of rich, you know, or at least have. Like a good job, so I'm thinking, why do they need to buy us? Was it very cheap? But I don't know. But yeah, people are still using flip phones in Japan. So yeah, for those people who think, wow,、oh, Japan is like the future, <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm disappointing you. There's a lot of old technology that people still use here.、Um, same with like, and this, this one I really love actually is、uh, game arcades. I think I mentioned before in Japan, they call them game centers usually. In English, we usually call it an arcade or game arcade. So, game arcades,、um, at least like in the UK and I think、uh, yeah, America and other countries too, like there used to be more. When I was younger, I sort of caught the last of them. So, like in the UK and America, I think they were more popular in the 80s when people didn't have games at home. You know, they didn't have the game, like, or at least very advanced game consoles to play at home. So, they would go to one of these game arcades where they could play the games, you know, with the, like, with the joystick and stuff.、Um, but these days, yeah, a lot of people have game consoles at home. So, they don't,、uh, they don't go, need to go to a game arcade. So, they don't want to go to the game arcade. They want to stay at home and just play by themselves, I guess. Or now people play online. But、uh, I think it's a bit of a shame. I really like game arcades. So, I like it in Japan that we can go to the game arcade, you know, and you can do the big racing games, or there's, a, there's like a drum game here that、uh, my wife and I enjoy playing, and the dance games and all those, you know, shooting games.、Um, so, it's very easy to find game arcades in Japan. They're everywhere and they're really fun. But yeah, in a lot of countries, they've kind of started to disappear, unfortunately. And I think it's a bit of a shame. Um, so, what is advanced in Japan? Why do people have this idea of Japan being advanced? Perhaps it's because of like robot technology and artificial intelligence.、Um, these kind of technology,、uh, this kind of technology, I think is kind of leading in Japan. You know, I think when a lot of people think robots, they think of Japan.、Uh, but day to day, You don't, you, know, you don't see robots. It's not like here in our house we have like robot servants carrying things for us or anything.、Um, you know, the only robot I ever see is like Peppa Kun, who, who is like、uh, kind of the mascot of one of the phone shops here. So when you go to buy a mobile phone, there's this little robot called Peppa、uh, who will help you.、Um, and He, I think it's a boy. Yeah, he, I guess, because it's Peppa Kun. Kun is usually used for boys.、Um, Peppa will、uh, help you、um, with like buying a phone or something like that.、Um, but yeah, you don't see many, you don't see many robots.、Um, but yeah, I think the robot technology, though, is、uh, very advanced here. It seems like a lot of the kind of、uh, leading scientists who work on robots and artificial intelligence are、uh, working in Japan. So, what else?、Um, toilets. So, in Japan, they are very advanced toilets. If any of you have visited Japan before、uh, from other countries, you might be surprised when you sit on the toilet and there are all these buttons. And、uh, yeah, it's like an automatic B day. And, you know, B day is something you can use to wash, <laughs> wash your private parts with.、Um, 
and yeah they have these automatic ones uh, very uh, very convenient very clean and um, yeah really <laughs> kind of fun to use at the beginning you know you can you can wash your butt uh, you can like play music, you know, if you're in a public toilet and you want some uh, You want some privacy you can push a button it might play some music or some often Actually more than music it often has the sound of running water So you push a button and it will have like an electronic sound like Of water so you can have some privacy Yeah, there's all kinds of functions. So yeah, if, if you visit Japan from somewhere else, please have a go on these almost every public toilet has one um, yeah, so you can have a go. It's very fun. <laughs> that that does feel uh, pretty advanced. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about before making this video. I was thinking, you know, because I said like Japan has you know advanced like robots and things, but we don't really see those day to day. Um, and then um, you know the uh, transport is quite advanced here. You know, you must know they have the bullet train, as we call it in English. In Japanese, they call it shinkansen. Perhaps you know one of those names. Um, the third, third fastest train in the world. I think China has the first two fastest trains and Japan has the third. And I think at one time it was the fastest. At some time in the past it was the fastest train. So yeah, Japan has a lot of advanced technology with transport and robots. Oh, and then also, you know, cars. They have a lot of fast cars, like sports cars, but I don't know much about cars or motorbikes. So sorry, I can't. Can't say much about that. Oh, and then video games as well. I guess video games is something people might see day to day that's kind of advanced, like PlayStation and Nintendo is um, made here. A lot of the games are made here. Um, but yeah, day to day, you don't see too much like super advanced technology. Um, but what I do really like in Japan is how convenient everything is. So just simple things, and it's hard for me to think of specific examples, but when when I see like, um, like when I buy like a food product, um, so for example, like a rice ball, you know, onigiri. So the rice ball in Japan, just the way the packaging is wrapped is very convenient. So you have the uh, rice in the middle, and you have the uh, seaweed on the outside and you know because you want the seaweed to stay crispy you don't want it to touch the rice because if it touches the rice you know for a long time it will become soft so in Japan they found a way to package them separately and when you open it you just kind of pull the packaging off and it slips away and your seaweed is still connected to the rice but uh, still nice and crispy so just these kind of little ways of putting things together is very clever and like when I go to a store um, like they have these 100 yen stores here where you can buy everything for 100 yen which is about one American dollar um, and if you just want to like hold something to the wall like if you want to clip one thing to another thing in Japan you can always find the solution you know there's so many like handy you know useful it's really hard to explain with real examples, but just little clips that hold things closed or little hooks where you can stick things. It's just a very convenient place to live. It's hard for me to explain. So if you really want to understand, you just need to visit Japan and go and have a look at a hundred yen store or a store like uh, there's one called Loft, for example, and just go and look inside all the things and you'll be like, 
wow, these things are so useful. Like I didn't, you know, things you didn't know you needed. <laughs> you know, you didn't even know you needed it. But when you see it, you go, oh, I need this. I didn't know I needed it, but I need this. Yeah, and there's lots of handy gadgets, little devices and things that hold things uh, in place. Yeah, otherwise, uh, what else? Um, also, one thing that's a bit more advanced here, I think, I'm not sure because, you know, I am an able person, I can see, but it looks like Japan might be a good place to live if you're blind. I'm not sure because I'm not blind, but I see a lot of things on the street that help blind people. There are sort of these like particular markings on the road which stick up, you know, they have bumps and lines. So blind people can feel them with their feet. Um, you know, every road crossing has um, like the noise for blind people. There seems to be a lot of like, yeah, a lot of guidance for blind people, especially in Tokyo. I guess I don't see so much now I live in Okinawa, but in Tokyo, there's like, everywhere seems to have kind of help for, for blind people. Like when you um, walk towards a public toilet, there'll be like an automatic announcement that says like, you know, normally public toilets, they just have a sign. But some like in the train station, when you walk towards the public toilet, they'll have like a speaker and it will say, uh, this is the men's toilet. Or like, yeah, this is the woman's toilet. So obviously this is to help blind people. Um, so I think that's a really, yeah, really good thing that's advanced in Japan is just uh, accessibility for blind people. I'm not sure about people with other disabilities. I haven't paid too much attention. Um, but yeah, it seems also like wheelchair access and things like that is quite good in Japan compared to some other countries I've seen. But yeah, otherwise day to day, uh, it's not quite the futuristic world that some people outside of Japan are expecting, um, but it's still really great. So yeah, please, if you are from another country, please come and visit Japan, see for yourself or even come and live here if you have the opportunity. Yeah, and you'll see that there's, there's, there is some new technology and there is some very convenient things, but there's also a lot of old things that you might be surprised to see. <laughs> yeah, especially things like fax machines and flip phones. Yeah, you might be surprised. So come and have a look if you if you uh, if you're not from Japan. Come and have a look. Um, anyway, thank you all very much for listening today. If you're on the podcast, please review. If you're on the YouTube version, please subscribe, like, and comment. Everyone, share with your friends, and I'll see you all back here next time. <laughs>